Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, welcome to Urban Fit Podcast, Beautiful Game of Life. Today we have Laura Biondo. Hello. Uh, thank you so much for coming out. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're you're able to fit us into your extremely extremely busy schedule, right? Yep. How many shows do you do a week right now? Between eight and ten shows per week. That's crazy, right? And for people that don't know what that you're doing, you're involved with Cirque du Soleil now. Exactly. That's crazy. Yeah. How did a freestyle? All you know what I mean? That's so like Cirque du Soleil is like huge and yeah. it's mainstream and it's like a big production. How did a freestyler? How did you guys get involved it's in that? I can't believe it myself how uh-huh. it um, how it all happened. It's like a dream come true, right? I wonder. It's <laughs> weird because, like, I mean, I've known Cirque du Soleil forever, also okay. because, like, you know, about their shows, but yeah. because of the amazing acrobats and and all these people that work there, and it's perfection. You know, Cirque du Soleil Seriously. is like the, the highest, the highest level, quality, yeah, 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 the yeah, highest quality sure. in in a show, and in it's the not world. like a in cir- the world. exactly. <laughs> okay. It's not a circus with animals. It's right. just showcasing human talent. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the concept of having freestyle in a show it's because of what the show is. So the show mm-hmm. that I'm in that's called Lucia is mm-hmm. it's inspired by Mexico. So it's a waking dream of Mexico. So it's um, you said a waking dream yeah. of Mexico. That's how they how that's how we that's describe the theme, it. Theme right? Okay. Yeah. So uh, the Trump, director Trump will probably love that, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to get there. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but right. the director. Uh-huh. Um, his name is Daniele Frincipasca. He actually uh-huh. also had done already another Cirque show before. Okay. He wanted to pay tribute to to the culture of Mexico um, in a show, okay. combining what we all know and are used to seeing in Cirque du Soleil. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a, a journey through different um, aspects of Mexico and the culture, colors, scenographies, music, and. Um, the reason why there's freestyle in there is because kind of is to represent that passion and love we've all had for soccer in a way. So the passion that Mexicans have, but also Latin Americans and everybody in the right. world um, have for soccer and okay. how we're related to the game. So freestyle is a way to express that fun that we have. Right. That, that makes sense because when I first, first of all, I did. I, you know, I'm very familiar with Cirque du Soleil. I went to a lot of the shows uh, in Vegas and even in LA a long time ago. But when I you know when uh the freestyle was came onto the radar it was through you know your instagram i was like yeah. what the heck Cirque du Soleil freestyle? and then i was just thinking it was like just going to be kind of like the circus side of it but now that you're explaining it that it's yeah. to showcase the journey through mexico and the the, the actual soccer side of things it yeah. makes perfect sense so it's like the act itself is mm-hmm. you know like in most of the acts and, and the whole troll you have in all the circus shows there's sonographies and everything they're mm-hmm. just trying to build an um build kind of like a dream thing you know like maybe there's trees to think that you're in a jungle or there's in our show there's waves to think that you're in the sea but for our act it's actually nothing it's just the sound of the street so the opening of the act Mm -hmm. that before music starts is you hear cars you hear kids laughing you hear the noise of a street Mm -hmm. so it's really just that basicness of when we've all somehow as a kid or even still nowadays we just go to play a pickup game or go to kick a ball around with a friend right so that's kind of what it means. And freestyle was probably one of the best ways to showcase it because it's just having fun with the ball. Mm-hmm. And that's what we do. We just go out there and have fun and show some tricks right. and that's awesome. share that passion. How, how did it all happen, though? Like, did the, do you have an agent? And did they contact your agent? Did they no. hit you through social media? I, well, I don't have an agent. Okay. Um, but they they saw me at the Rebels Freestyle of 2014. Okay. Well, it was a while ago then. Yeah. Okay. it was The first approach for them by them was 
end of 2014. Like That's when couple, you first got approached by Cirque du Soleil? Like I got approached by ago? them, yeah. Okay. Well, a show... Um, oh, yeah, it takes years to prepare. They start to develop a show two years before it actually opens. So okay. they start with the concept right. and the designs and what it's going to look like and composing the music and everything, all right. the aspects. And only like eight to six months before the show is premiered is that mm-hmm. the artists are involved. Okay. So they, they do the whole conceptual design of the show before that. Okay, so when did when did this, uh, the Lucia, right? When yeah. did it first start touring? We premiered in April 2016. You've been doing this for two years, years now? yeah. Oh my gosh, time flies. Because I felt like it was yeah. just like six months ago when I saw it. But yeah, it's been and two I started years. with You've been them. touring for two years. Yeah, and I started, we started trainings in November of 2015. That's when we started, we went to Montreal where the headquarters are, and that's where they build the shows and they do everything there. And we did six months of creation, and then we premiered, that's and we've awesome. been on the road. Okay, so then you got approached uh, not at Red Bull though, right? And not no, no. during the. They, but that's when they saw you. Yeah. And then they approached you later through. Yeah. They sent you an email or something. Yeah, or? email to my website, and, and they they're like, like, "We're looking for free sellers for a new search show." Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Did you freak out when you saw that email? I thought it was spam. It was actually you really. You thought it was spam. It, was, it went to your junk mail. Folder, no, 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 it's a hilarious story because <laughs> okay. I was, I was actually in Orlando, uh-huh. um, that time of the year in November with my brother and I was just recording some stuff around Orlando around d- downtown Disney because I love Disney so I'm like I'm just going to bring my soccer ball and like we all do we just mm-hmm. record a clip anywhere we go uh, we all do as in freestylers right yeah we all freestylers <laughs> do that we go somewhere it's like let's right. just grab a right. video here a picture there yeah. and we were in front of where they have um, there's the La Neuba that just closed which mm-hmm. is a permanent search show in Orlando mm-hmm. and I'm just recording there in front of the logo I was like why not downtown or downtown Disney has it that's how I associate also Cirque du Soleil because I always known it was at Disney and mm-hmm. I went a lot of times to Disney and my brother's like imagine if they hire they contact you for a show or something I was like that's gonna be impossible mm-hmm. because why would they want freestyle in a show right. it doesn't it's not they're a it's perfect. not a fit yeah, yeah, so it's they're, totally different yeah, yeah they're acrobats perfection yeah. they're like super this is it's a whole different world it's like right. it can't nah okay I go then to, like a few days later, I go uh-huh. to the Red Bull Street Style in, in Brazil. I go back to Orlando, um, that we were there for some stuff. Uh-huh. And like a week or two later, I get the email. Uh-huh. And I was like, this is got, this got, this. Yeah, it's like a joke kind of thing, right? Kind of. Or, did you like first think maybe your brother was involved in the joke kind of thing? No, I didn't. I, I saw Strict Soleil and I'm like, and like, like kind of like a, an email that you see with a subject that you kind of understand it's an inquiry. Okay. And I'm like, this is weird. Okay. It's got to be spam. And I just opened it and uh-huh. it was like, uh-huh. it's kind of like those inquiries you get for some jobs that you can't believe is actually true. Right. And then I called my brother and he started cracking up. Uh-huh. And that's how it all happened. That's it's crazy. crazy. It's hilarious. Yeah. But it is. And then. But then you knew later that they saw you at Red Bull? Um, in, in that in exchange of emails, that's how I came okay. to know that. Day. Yeah, we saw you there and this and that. Performing. And were, competing. Um, in, in the competing. competing, yeah. How'd you do on that one, by the way? I arrived third in that one. Okay. So that's like, that was the, you know what I mean? Like that helped definitely, right? Showcase your talent. So I'm they were pretty like, sure it did because they saw, I mean, it's crazy how they how they know about things because they, mm-hmm. they do have a big department in, in, um, at Cirque and the headquarters mm-hmm. that are responsible for casting. And they attend all types of competitions and events, like right. even, even skateboarding events or breakdancing events they attend a lot of things they're but i would have homework. never expected they're doing their homework, yeah. huh? but they're doing it undercover obviously right of course yeah, but yeah. i would have never expected that they were going to look into freestyle That's crazy never okay. ever and for them i guess freestyle falls under the 
the category of what they call manipulation so like uh, juggling stuff yeah because it's it's it goes back hundreds of years right yeah, well, yeah performing right with the freestyle right yeah exactly well let's go into your like since you mentioned your brother let's go into your kind of like your upbringing and childhood right so you said earlier we were talking you were born in venezuela yeah i was okay, born, so you're in born and raised there yeah uh, how uh, old were you until you left venezuela i was 10 okay. when i left and i moved to miami first okay with your family obviously yeah okay when we, we stay there for like three four years mm -hmm. then moved to italy okay and then for like two or three years i was back and forth between right. italy and miami and then I finally stayed in Italy for like 10 years, and that's when I kind of started freestyling okay. within that period that I was in Italy. Okay. And then I was just touring and touring and okay. touring. Okay. How did you get into freestyling then? Through my brother. Okay. So, so you have uh, just one older brother? One younger brother. Younger brother. Yeah. Okay. And so he liked soccer growing up. Yeah. We he both played. A, we okay. were both playing. And just the same exact way everybody okay. came to know about freestyle, just watching yeah. the first commercials with Ronaldinho. Mm -hmm. it's actually, bonito, right? yep, yeah. I was actually watching it. The day before yesterday, okay. I, I have the I went, original one that in, inspired you, Amy. Um, well, the first commercial that everybody kind of saw yeah. that showed freestyle, the one that he's like with the little stick figure. Okay, okay, and then they're kind of playing on the bridge, and then well, he was just watching videos, and he would go out and try tricks, and I was like, I'm, I was injured, mm -hmm. so I would try things, but I was super bad. Okay, and then you, you were a player though, you played yeah, the I game, played, right? Yeah, I played. Yeah, I played. And how many, uh, how 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 many years apart are you guys? Uh, like twenty months. Okay, so you guys so are like, so close, you guys are, yeah. were you guys super competitive too, or no? No, not really. Okay, but no. you guys just did things together kind of thing. Like, if you yeah. played soccer, you played soccer, and vice versa. Kind of. Okay. Kind of, yeah. But then, uh, were you, like, good at soccer? Like, were you pretty competitive? Yeah, You well, took it seriously? Uh, yeah, I was playing professional in Italy. You were playing yeah. professional soccer? Yeah. So you were getting paid to play soccer? Well, unfortunately, in Italy... Um, it's like that semi-pro kind of category, right? Where yeah, they, yeah, in Italy, yeah, you're they a don't, pro player, but you, you're you not, don't not, get you can't paid. make a living off of it necessarily, right? Women in, in males, yes. Women yeah. in Italy, they don't really get paid. Okay. Because even if it's professional soccer, yeah. it's not... They don't officially consider it like a professional thing. Mm -hmm. Um, but it is a professional league. Yeah, so, and it's professional level, yeah. basically, right? Yeah. So you're playing professional soccer in Italy, and then yeah. how old were you at this point when you were uh, just, you know, messing around with freestyle then? I started messing around with freestyle end of 2007. Okay. 2008, so I was like 18. 18, okay. 18, 19. Right. Um, but I, it was end of 2018 where I was like, I met more people about like I've been seeing videos and I had mm -hmm. met already freestyler and I was like trying things already during 2008 mm -hmm. I went to the for like the males Red Bulls freestyle in okay. Italy okay and I competed there, but I was so bad. But <laughs> this I, is what year? What year is this? 2008. 2008. And Ten so, how years many years had you been? Have you been doing freestyle when you decided to go into the Red Bull Street Style and compete? Well, the thing is that I kind of started 2007, mm -hmm. um, just with my brother playing around, and I met a few freestylers, and they taught me a few tricks, and mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this is quite cool. But I was mm -hmm. kind of injured, so my, I was still like wanting to go back to play. Yeah. Um, but I started getting to know more, and I started to doing more tricks just for fun. Mm -hmm. And then I went back to playing, okay. um, but I still was doing tricks. And through these freestyles I have met in Italy, um, some of the people that were involved in organizing the Red Bull, they told me, "Well, why don't you come to the Red right. Bull? Want to compete?" Yeah, exactly. So okay. they made me compete with the guys. Oh, they um, did because they didn't they they, they didn't have a female uh, category at that time. No. Okay. So then, why like, how are you? that confident to jump into a Red Bull event and compete when you've only been no doing it for a little bit? I don't. I, it's just me. <laughs> you got that kind of confidence, I just, right? I, I don't know if it's confident or not. It's like, why uh -huh. not? Just, uh -huh. let's, let's, let's just, just do, do it, right? it yeah. Okay. So did you have um, to, like, you have to, first of all, do you have to pay to compete in that one or no? No, no, no. And they, like, they, they, they it was kind of more like just, in, they invited it, me it, to it was compete. Like an inv is it like an invite thing? 
Yeah. Okay. Because I, I don't even know how the guys. Right. That was my first time I really got in contact with the freestyle world. That's when right. I met the first real. Like I had met one freestyler before. Right. One or two online, okay. but that was the first time I came in contact with the, the Italian community, for okay, example. Okay. The Italian freestyle community. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. But like even in that time, they're super good. They were not. Yeah. They not, were. Yeah. Insane. So then when you got okay, fine. So first of all, maybe you didn't know what you were getting to before, but no. when you got there, did you freak out like all oh, these no. guys are? You didn't I freak didn't out freak even out when you saw them. No? I, I didn't even realize who they were. I didn't know no, anything I'm saying about when you saw the, I'm saying when you saw the level, because you know, like let's say for example, no, you know you're gonna compete and freak you're seeing that this guy is doing like crazy around the world, on the street, and you didn't freak out because like no. you said you weren't good. No, like, what I level didn't. Were you at then? I was really bad. I was just couple <laughs> around know, the world. And, no, really. I, there's, I can find you a video. There's it videos was, out there. Okay. <laughs> well, they're private because it's so embarrassing. Okay. <laughs> if I see uh, that, I'm like, oh uh, my god, I did that. Okay. I could do what? Feel yeah. around the world. I mean, it was that time when I even did the trick where you grab the Red Bull can and you put the ball uh -huh. on top and you right. and it's like, oh. Yeah. Now, yeah. now you yeah. can't like do like stuff like that, right? No, it has to be more. See, yeah. I was doing that back then, okay. so it's embarrassing. <laughs> Not embarrassing, <laughs> yeah. but it was like back then. Yeah, it was it was early, right? Yeah. It was early in the. I mean, sport. I wasn't. I hadn't even been doing it seriously. I was just. Mm -hmm. I learned a few tricks. I maybe did a hop around the world, mm -hmm. or and I did around the world, and maybe a crossover. Okay. Um, I did a few tricks. So you, and had, like, was, so you had a good experience. You enjoyed it. Yeah, definitely. And I think it was also that thing about me that has is still up to date. The mm -hmm. fact that, yeah, I'm a girl, but I can yeah. still do what you do even if you're All a guy. Right. So I kind of like, that's why I think I wasn't scared. Because okay. for me, it was like, I just, I never took that even right. when I played soccer. It I was see. like, oh, you are you can't play because you're a girl. Like going to pickup games. At mm -hmm. times they'll be like, no, you can't play because you're a girl. They will treat you like a girl. And it's I like, see. yeah, I'm a girl, but I can still play like you do okay, so, you had that, so how'd you do you came in like fifth place on that first one no <laughs> i came i arrived to the top i, I don't know you, you placed in that one like top something like even if it's like top 40 it's pretty no it was either top 16 or top eight i don't know really? how i got it oh yeah it God. was so Must i mean I, I think it was because it was just i was a girl okay and i don't like that <laughs> okay. but i mean back in the day it was just like my first contact with right. the freestyle world and after that, I just started you, to get to know more people, okay. watching more videos. And okay. by the end of 2018, I was like, I'm not going to play soccer anymore. Because I was a little bit tired of... Competing? Not really competing, but it was like, I didn't feel free anymore playing soccer. Because there's a lot of bureaucracy. There's okay. a lot of like corruption in the soccer world, like mm. how we know. And it's like, if you don't know the right person, and if you don't, you're not liked, maybe you don't play or this mm. and that. It wasn't mm. as fun anymore. And I enjoyed freestyling. Okay. And then by 2009 is that I started getting like a few gigs. Seriously. Oh, you started getting gigs already? In after like a year or so of freestyling? Yeah. How were you getting gigs? Through your social media? Is that why? Yeah, you started I just started big? connecting you, you with started people. I started, okay. I was, it was Facebook. It was still okay. not Instagram or whatnot. And okay. it was like posting yeah, yeah. a few videos. Okay. And just started, just by watching videos and seeing who was friends of who, I just started connecting to people and then connected with the right person that contacted me for a gig. And, then, you, and then it kind of builds up because like once you go to a gig, yeah. to a job, you meet someone and then All that right. person maybe recommends you and there you meet someone else and that's how i started and how, then, how was the experience of getting your first gigs like you know was it crazy that you're getting paid to do this now and was it exciting at it that time? was super exciting uh -huh. it was how unbelievable. much was your first gig 50 bucks 500? i don't remember <laughs> but um i can't even remember was really. it in italy well i did my first gig ever uh -huh. was in 2007 it was even before oh it was like because i met in 2007 a few a freestyler that taught mm. me a few tricks and yeah. he passed his contact to his manager and straight away, I, I could only do a crossover mm -hmm. and a hop around the world. Well, what was the first gig then? It was um, show before. It was like they had like 
more than 10 freestylers. Mm-hmm. Freestyle, or around 10 freestylers, freestyle before uh, a game in Rome. Wow, so in front of a game. Yeah, it was, okay. but we weren't, and they didn't allow us to be inside the pitch, okay. but we were in the around part. On the outside, kind of yeah. like the activity the to get track. people excited and all on that. On the tracks, oh, okay, yeah. but you were inside the stadium. Though. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So we were on the track. This is be- right before the game started. Right before the game started, oh, okay, exactly. Like a pre-game show. Yeah. Oh, okay, and you got paid for that. Yeah. That must have been super exciting, right? Yeah, and that was one, that was like <laughs> a, like, not even a hundred bucks, I think, okay. or I can't remember, but it was yeah. exciting. It yeah. was, of course, because it was also, um... It was the local game of the two local teams in Rome. Like a derby, right? It so, was a derby. Yeah, so big time and competitive. I'm a fan of Roma. Okay. And it was Roma Lazio, Roma oh, playing wow. home. Okay. This is huge. There's this this is Serie A. This was for me this like This is Serie A? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Fortunately okay. that day Totti was injured and he's my oh favorite my player, but he was so up this in the is huge. he was up in the stadium. Yeah, this is yeah. how many people were there? Oh, the stadium was packed. It was full. Oh my gosh. It was okay. completely full. That was yeah. my first little gig. And then till like two thousand eight, two thousand nine mm. is when I started getting like contacted to do gigs i did a few other gigs in italy before i went into the international part and that was 2009 and okay. probably my first biggest international gig was the um the f1 race in abu dhabi okay and that's the first time i met abbas and john farnworth and dan magnus so um that's how it slowly started, started to pick up there. and then it was like i just kept training and training and still there was no girls competition right um, I did attend the 2010 meeting in Amsterdam. Okay. Met all those freestylers, all, all right. those legends. And always, and mm-hmm. this is, I, I, nowadays I think about it and I've okay. just bumped into some videos and I'm like, mm-hmm. you know how they form a circle and everybody's like freestyling in the circle. This is like and just you, when they're just hanging out, you mean? And yeah. Okay. And they're like, the good ones are in the circle. Mm-hmm. I would go in the circle. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, uh-huh. I don't care. I'm uh-huh. a girl, but I can also do this. Like mm-hmm. for me, it was like, I might not be as good as a guy, but it's mm-hmm. like, it's just having that same opportunity. Mm-hmm. But today, nowadays, I see the videos and I was like, I was doing those simple tricks in front of those guys that are doing like the most insane combos. Mm-hmm. It's like, what was I thinking? <laughs> but it was good. It was good okay, too. Well, you say that, right? But now you're a uh, multi uh, Guinness world record holder, yeah. right? <laughs> so yeah. how did you go from that to, first of all, what you have Guinness re- world records. Yeah. Okay. So you have the, what, most around the world, right? So I established five okay. and four are still under my name. That's crazy. So most around the world in a minute. Okay. Most headers in a minute, okay. most shin juggles in a minute, mm-hmm. most clippers in a minute, and most soul juggles in a minute. And okay. the only one that's still not to my name is mm-hmm. the soul juggles in a okay. minute. The soul juggles, okay. Yeah. Well, you, most headers, so you're just sitting there heading it yep. as many times as you can. Okay. Yeah. I think I could beat you on that one, maybe. <laughs> what is it? How many <laughs> like is it? Like 218. I probably can't beat it. So you gotta just like, just like just keep, keep going, it like boom, yeah. boom, 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 yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So, uh, neck pain a little bit yeah. to train it. Yeah. So you were actively like trying to go for world records? You know, how did it, how did like, how do you go from like, you know, where you're at to like, okay, I'm going to yeah. get world records. Like, you well, th- you know, I guess it's, it was all part of the journey. Mm. Um, back in the days, back in those years, it's back in the days. It's not like it was long I ago, know. but it was still yeah. when I started it was 10 years ago. So yeah. it th- that beginning part mm. for male, everything was developing, mm. but there was already something for male, but there was nothing for female absolutely nothing so like i said i went to the 2010 meeting and then i went to prague also in 2010 and to super bowl which back then it wasn't still called super bowl it started being called super bowl the year after mm-hmm. and it was like this girls were going a few girls were going and you see the structure and guys competing in the level and 
all of this, but there was nothing for girls. Right. And guys would get gigs and jobs and get paid, and it was a struggle. Like mm-hmm. for me, it was a struggle to try to get a job and try to promote myself and try to try to get something because like nobody knew that girls freestyle back then. And it wasn't even taken serious because okay, you're a girl. So it was hard. But then finally, 2011, we... 2011 is actually a cool year. So I really pushed for, in Super Bowl, to get the female competition. Okay, you did? Because it was, I, I remember, I'll be like, okay, why don't we have a female battle? Mm-hmm. It's like, we'll see, we might not have time, yeah. it might not be interesting. And it was like every day of that week in 2011, it's like, are we going to have it? Are we going to have it? Are we going to have a female side, right? Yeah, Yeah. female. Let's do this. Why not? Why can't can't a girl have... Same thing in end of 2010, um, that there was going to be a Red Bull done that year in 2010. It was like, or the next year or something. That was the one I think in South Africa. I was like, emailing Red Bull. It's like, Mm -hmm. why not have a female division? I mean, there's not enough girls to do a, you know, national qualifier, but there might be enough girls out there to do a female a world division, a mm-hmm. world championship. Okay. So it was sending out those emails. It was it was knocking those doors because back then there was nothing. Mm-hmm. So 2011, we finally, the last day was the same day they were like, yes, we're going to do the female competition, like the final day. So it's like, okay, perfect. This yeah. is the first time. And it happened kind of like the same thing the year after 2012 for Red Bull. It was like yeah, finally like late, they said... Like a late announcement kind of thing. But you guys were already planning on going anyways, right? But it's We just, were just attending because we liked it. Just like attending a meeting to oh, just go train. Okay, we, we not, were just, to, not to compete against the guys. No. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, also, but then at the same time, it started to become a thing about like, okay, I'm going to compete with the guys, but mm-hmm. they're going to treat me like a girl and I don't want that. You know, right, it's like, right. okay, because you're a girl, maybe I'm going to grant yeah, you a little bit. Yeah. No. But even even if we could still compete with the guys, it's not a problem. Like nowadays, level of the girls, some sure. girls can compete with the guys. Sure. It's not so much about if you can or you cannot compete with the guys. Mm-hmm. It's more about like I have the right to also have my Your competition own platform, right? Yeah, exactly. Not yeah. because I'm a girl, I yeah. can't They're just have it. Kind of just inserting you into the thing, right? Exactly. So it was a struggle those days. It was it was knocking those doors. It was doing those things right. to be like, let's do it. Why not? And I think that's also why, relating back to that question in the 2008, uh-huh. that why would I just do a competition with the guys? It was like, because I guess I've always had that courage to speak up mm-hmm. and be like, I'm a girl, I'm mm-hmm. doing this, that it's male dominated, mm-hmm. but I also have the right to be treated equally like you do because right. regardless of the differences, we can do the same thing. Right. Did, your, did your parents like, you know, start to like freak out like when you were... No. Because they they were they supported from the beginning, you know. Because I think a lot of freestylers have that, you know, kind of this struggle where because in the beginning, obviously, right now you're legitimate and you you know it's a career, right? It's yeah. a profession. But when you're just starting out, it's a hobby, and it's like you know what I mean. Like, are you gonna go for it as a profession? Are you not? There's not real money there. You know what yeah. I mean? They didn't have that struggle with you. Yeah, family? a little bit. My okay. dad was like, at one point, it's like that's uh-huh. not gonna make you a living. Yeah, you're not gonna be able um, to make a like living. And it's like you're just it. wasting too much time. Like you yeah, supported yeah. me, but at the same time, it's like you're wasting too much time training. Like, right. work, do something. Yeah, because you're like 19, 20, 21 at this point now, right? Yeah. Well, I started when I was like almost 19. Like, okay. in 2008, 2009, I was 19. Yeah. Um. 2011 was the first Guinness, and I was approached by a TV program. Mm-hmm. Um, they had seen me through freestyle, and they approached me to try to beat. Uh, it's a TV show in Italy. That's mm-hmm. a Guinness show, and they just beat records. And they approached me because they had seen me through freestyle somehow. Mm-hmm. Don't remember exactly how, and they approached me to do actually um, like the most juggles in a minute, mm-hmm. just like simple juggles, like with one foot. And and from there, during the conversations, it evolved to freestyle tricks so that's when we did the first around the world 
um, most in a minute. Most that were in the world in a yeah. minute, and most headers in a minute happened there in 2011. Yeah, but even at that point, it's not like you're able to make a living off of no, this, No, right? I wasn't making a living yeah. out were of you, it. Were, did you have a uh, day job at the time? No, like a I wasn't. No? I was still studying. I okay. was still in the so university. So you're still a student. Okay, yeah. you're a student. Uh, but in those few gigs, you mean yeah. you got paid little money. It wasn't right. like nowadays where you can yeah. really make a living out of it. It okay. was... So then when you're in school, so you were attending university at the time, yeah. right? And uh, what were you studying? Economy and management. Okay, so you were planning on having a career in that field or whatever, yeah. right? And then at what point did you... Because you're not, obviously, you're not in that business now, right? No, well, so I mean, how did, I love, how did I love, it do this? When did it happen? I still love business and I still okay. want to kind of like, I didn't manage to finish um, and get the degree okay. because, um, when was it? 2012, first come, but 2013 was a really good year. That's when 2019 I was like, okay, now I'm making money. Mm -hmm. And if I would have been like, I could have already there be like, okay, mm -hmm. this year I could live by myself, rent mm -hmm. a small room. Yeah, but you like, can survive off of it. Survive, right? exactly. You can yeah. really you buy yourself things. Yeah. No, you would have made, I've made enough money to be like, okay, I could rent myself a room. Okay. Um, pay my, my food, my bills, and yeah. still do gigs, train. Right. I could have, could have survived okay. uh, that year. Okay. But it was also that year that since I had a lot of gigs, it was like, okay, I'm not, I'm traveling, but I can't be home when I need to do my exams and I can't mm. study. Mm. So it was like, okay. It wasn't really a decision. It just happened. Okay. I just, I just wasn't home. I couldn't do it. So I'm right. gonna put this on hold. I know I want to go back into studying and finishing those things because it's what I like. And in a way, the experience that I've had in freestyle helps that career because it's what you do. It's like learning how to manage yourself or how to deal with a contract or how to do all these things. Right. It's kind of the things that you study in in that career and marketing and whatnot. But you said you went and you went back and got your degree. Not yet. That's something. Okay. It's my plan. Is my plan is to finish. Um, that side of the marketing mm -hmm. part like management and marketing mm -hmm. but I'm intrigued to study as well sports psychology do a little mm -hmm. bit of nutrition or medicine like general medicine like sports medicine stuff like okay. I do want to keep studying but right. I don't know if I'm going to get all these degrees or whatnot sure. but just everything that I'm that was through the years I've learned to do with freestyle and look to do and what I'm looking to do I understood that my aim is to put it in practice and put it in motion and like use it to help others like to help other girls so it's like the same thing with world championships or competitions one or guinness it's like yes cool i did it but how can that help someone else Got either it. by motivating them or by opening the doors it's like okay now that we i managed to do five guinness mm -hmm. now there's more girls mm -hmm. breaking guinness mm -hmm. and it's like that's that that's what i want so like okay managed to get red bull to do a female competition and we managed to get super bowl to do the competition but like how can i make that better now for the girls right so it's not just having a competition sure and that's like let's give the same conditions as a guy mm -hmm. so that's all i want to do is like the things that i want to study mm -hmm. i just want to study everything in which way can i use it to help build uh the female side of freestyle for it to be as equal as the males because i would be really sad to see if female freestyle is like any other sport where like males have more attention or more mm -hmm. investments or more recognition and the females don't right so i kind of what i want to do is work to that it's like there's always going to be difference in every sports between a man and a female right because where our bodies are different a girl may be more flexible a right. guy may be more strong but just because you're a girl that doesn't mean you your value is less or your abilities are less than sure. a guy. So what I want to work for in freestyle is that. So the fact that I'm here at Cirque du Soleil now or the gigs that I've done or wherever I'll go, it's to open a door. Mm -hmm. So now I know that when I leave this show, yeah. 
there's another girl going to come in. And I know that in Cirque du Soleil now, they have a database. They know what free sell is. Okay. And I can, like, been able to talk to people, be like, okay, you can use this. You cannot use this. These are the peoples you want to know. This is more free seller. It's constantly... Because they've even asked me, it's like, how do we know more free sellers? I was like, well, attend Red Bull, attend Super Bowl. You really want right. to know the hardcore guys? Like, So now they, like, they, they know the platform and they where know. to go. Okay. They know that there's Super Bowl. They know there's Red Bull. There's no other, like, do national they know competition. Pitch yet or no? Not yet, but we can tell them. Because it's like, okay. that's what I think uh, my mission is. That's why I want, that's what my career, I think, has taken uh, me is to use it for others. Okay. Because eventually one day I'm going to stop free selling. Sure. Eventually one day I'm going to die and I'm not going to get buried underneath <laughs> the right. You want some, a lasting thing, right? Yeah. Exactly. It's like, I'm not going to take all those records or competitions or things with me. Like, right. what can we, what can I do with it to help others? Okay. So that's kind of like how the whole story of how 10 years ago was so mm-hmm. hard and nowadays different. It's like, I feel like I want to do what I did just mm-hmm. because I was spontaneously doing it. Like mm-hmm. before, when I was asking for a female competition, I wasn't thinking about... Yeah, it wasn't this big plan that you had, right? No, it, it was just, was just my my instinct saying me, okay. like, I want to do it. It's like, I don't have... I didn't have the possibility to do it. Got it. So then being able to have the possibility and see, for example, that sometimes girls can't go to a competition because they can't afford it because they don't have parents to pay their... In fact, for me, it was the same. Like, I wanted to go to Super Bowl. It's like, I, I need to make myself my, the money for me to right, go there. Right, exactly. So it's, it was also that sort of pain that you feel when you see that a girl can't do it mm-hmm. because they don't have the platform, they don't have okay. the resources. And you sound like you, are. you like you have daughters. You're not a mom, right? No, not at okay. all. But you, you, I you're just, not married? No. Okay. You have a boyfriend? Nope. No, you're a single and available. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I probably, just... Well, first of all, you've been traveling like nonstop, right? For yeah. what, last two years, you said? With Cirque, two yeah. years, yeah. So, okay. And where... So right now, obviously, you're in L.A. here. Yeah. How long have you been in L.A.? Since mid-December. Okay. And before that, where were your other stops? Well, um, we did from the beginning. Mm-hmm. It was Montreal, Toronto, San Francisco, San Jose... Denver, Chicago, Atlanta, LA. That's crazy. Yeah. So what, how long, how much longer are you, you know, going to be with Cirque du Soleil in, in terms of what you're committed to? I'm not sure yet. Uh-huh. I have a, our contracts are like uh, every year we renew every them. Every year, uh-huh. So, but I could decide to leave even today. Right. If but I you have a, to. So the, you have a 2018 contract right now. Yeah. And I already okay. have a, we already have a tour plan for 2018. Right. So this is like your life though, right? It's for like, now, yeah. yeah. In terms of like, you really can't have any other outside activities per se going on really. Well, you huh? could and you're time off in your days like yeah you said you get one day off right <laughs> yeah. you get monday but, off right yeah monday and that's it right monday yeah and, so and Sunday, once a right? month tuesday through sunday you we're are working yeah working performing yeah every day there's a performance every day at that's least one. six days a week yeah that is crazy and one times a month yeah. we get two days off monday and tuesday yeah but then between <laughs> between every city there's uh-huh. a week where us artists yeah. don't work because it takes it takes them a week to, to set up and all that, right? Get tear ready. down yeah. and set up. Because, like, everything that you see in our yeah. show, in our touring show, travels. Yeah. So those weeks off, I can take yeah. advantage to do things. Right. So what what have you been able to kind of uh, experience in L.A. so far? How long have you been here now? How many months? Almost two months. Almost no, two well, months. we're going to be here in total ten weeks. So. Okay. And what yeah. have you been able to experience so far while you've been here? A lot of work. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, luckily, uh-huh. um, is this is something that ha- in two years had never happened. We had three days off. Okay. Um, there was some change in the in the tour plan and like in the schedule. The schedule. Uh-huh. So we managed to have these actually two days off. And with Caitlin, we went mm-hmm. and we did a lot of cool things. Like yeah. I'm, 
and this is something I really like in every city is just to go find places to freestyle and okay. take pictures and videos and create content right. not so much I did the few of the touristic things like uh -huh. the Hollywood sign on the Hollywood Boulevard okay. and here and there <laughs> but I was more intrigued to go to different places we right. went to the abandoned zoo mm -hmm. we went underneath the on the river with the la bridges and all yeah, that but you're just stuff. you're still freestyling right yeah of course uh, okay so you're already doing you know <laughs> six days a week of freestyle right yeah. performing and on your off day you're still gonna do some more freestyle yeah it was actually fun we had three cool days did that we went That's crazy what did we do the second i can't remember it was mm -hmm. it seems like a week ago um but I don't remember what it is. Well, oh, of, we did Joshua Tree. Okay, so you we did. did um, okay, so camping and kind of like that. Kind no, of we just went there. Just to film. Film and pictures, and then we did underneath the Santa Monica okay. Pier. It was so cool, super cold. We got uh -huh. soaked in the water, but we have some super cool shots in there. <laughs> it's all um, about the shots, right? It's all about yeah, but that's what you do, and you all love right. it, and it's fun, and it's doing new things. So. Okay. Well, who, who's doing your like social media right now? Like in Me. terms of, you just do it all. Yeah, so like, so if you're bad. doing your videos, you like another fellow freestyler. Yeah. You're like, hey, you know, get. We get help each shot. other. That's yeah. how it's always been. Either you okay. put the camera there by yourself, mm -hmm. or if you have a friend, which is even more fun, you help yeah. each other. It's like, I record you, you record me. We help each other pictures, do things together. Where are you staying at right now, by the way? We're staying downtown. Is it like a what's it, like a hotel? What is it? Corporate apartments. Corporate apartments. Yeah. And so, is it like some crazy? Uh, Cirque du Soleil performers all in the hallway and all of a sudden you go and then guys are doing like acrobatic <laughs> leaps and this no, and that. No, it's no, not like that. Not like that. Uh, um, that's what I imagine. It'd be so fun. Yeah, no. <laughs> they, like normally we, mm -hmm. it depends. Every city is different. This okay. city, everyone was in the same building. In other cities, okay. they have different buildings where they find apartments. Okay. But the most thing that you would see since we're all together in that same building is just people hanging out in the jacuzzi on a Monday or on a Sunday because it's the only time we can go because it closes right. at 10. Okay. And when we so then if I go to that corporate apartment on Monday when everyone's relaxing, like, and I go into the jacuzzi, like, everyone's going to be super fit and athletic and talented in that jacuzzi. If you meet everyone at the right. same time, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. Except for a few people, like musicians yeah. or the clowners. There's a oh, few there that are... The musicians and who? And who else? And the clown. They're not the clown? super fit, but they're super cool, yeah. No, right. there's, a, there's also not fit people outside. Right. So then uh, what's the dynamic like? You guys are pretty much, like, around each other, like... Almost 24-7, right? You're like a family. It's a you're, family. You're right. stuck with everybody. Okay. If you don't like someone, you're stuck right. with it. If you yeah. like them, it's you're like stuck with It's like a family. So you love somebody, yeah. you hate somebody, and there's some yeah. rivalries. Are there rivalries in Cirque du Soleil? Not really. No, like, really? We're like, I don't know how it is in other shows, but our okay. show is quite okay. It's like cool. Like yeah. everyone kind of gets along. There's yeah. a few little nyin -ny -ny things, yeah. but... Yeah, because if you're next to each other all the time, there's going to be some yeah. arguments in this now. What do you guys fight about? Oh, we've never really had a massive argument or fight about between people. Like there's been little diverse things, but... Give us an example. We're not naming names. What's the like, clown, though, huh? I think it's just more like on personal side, if you okay. don't like someone or not. But Got it's it. nothing really you guys like... You fight over, like, outfits or food or portions oh, no, or nothing not like that? Oh, no, not at all. Not at all. That doesn't happen. No, luckily we have a, a great cast that looks after each other and mm -hmm. helps each other out. So we... Our work environment is cool. Like, mm -hmm. um, I mean... You're living with those people 24 right. 7. It's a circus work environment, though, right? Yeah. It is a circus, right? Literally performers. You guys yeah. are performers. And if you go in That's there, crazy. like the artistic area, because mm -hmm. um, like it's, it's crazy. There's like the main tent where this, the stage is and the okay. seats, and then there's the artistic tent where that's where these uh, the st artists are. Okay. And you're, the, you're training there, you're mm -hmm. working out there, you're getting there ready for the show. There's physio there, there's the um, wardrobe people, right. everything is there. 
of course there are other parts around like people that take care of, like there's a kitchen so that we have yeah. chess and there's people that take care of our no, our taxes our lodging our oh really our, they, you have all of that we're 120 system. people about 120 130 people that travel and only 44 artists okay. so there's so there's very good support system around you guys right? yeah there's from there's like a whole big technical team that because the show we we're artists on stage but then backstage there's yeah. a whole technical team rigging lighting yeah. automation uh people moving props is that big team then there's like the artistic team where you have the artistic director and a right. coach and and this backstage manager and like people doing your schedule and figuring things out and then you have like tour services where sure. people like okay we need to move to another city what are we going to need in that city lodging not lodging or taxes like right. there's a big team that kind of takes care of mm -hmm everything kind okay. of for you and including the food you said right the chef yeah so then do you get all your meals through the you know the Cirque du Soleil chef yeah it depends like when there's like one show day there's yeah. you can go there in the morning if you need to go there in the morning and there's like uh -huh. continental breakfast and there's okay. like an omelet station you can make yourself your own omelet but there's always like a salad bar and fruit Food's pretty healthy like for yeah. the most part yeah so then like as part of your contract you get paid a salary mm -hmm. right you get paid like what twice a month you get paid per show per show Okay, so you get paid for each show you do, but yeah. you get like a normal, like a paycheck, right? Yeah, a normal paycheck. Like twice a month. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, it includes your lodging, though? Like your lodging is No, part like of it? you get your paid uh -huh. for show, and then they take care of all the other. Like if you need to go yeah. to the city, okay. Cirque is going to provide lodging, and they're going to put you in a lodging. So you don't, you don't have to pay rent? No, you don't pay okay. rent. You don't no. pay rent, and then you don't have to pay for food either because you have well, meals there. Well, you pay for food. I like mean, it, when you go outside and stuff, right? Yeah, but like but, also, okay. I'm I do my groceries and I keep food at home because mm -hmm. if I don't go to work till I don't know maybe the day that I don't have training and I need mm -hmm. like on a one show day, mm -hmm. one shows at 8 p.m. and uh, and you have to be there like a, an hour and a half before. Mm -hmm. Normally, I'm always there way before because there's either trainings or your conditioning or whatnot. But let's say one day, luckily. Mm -hmm. I don't need to train or I don't need to do anything, which right. never happens. And I, I, I arrive there by 6, 6.30. Mm -hmm. During the day, if I'm home, I'm going to make myself food. Right. This but like when you're all, since you're always there, there's yeah. always like the food, the catering service where there's like the kitchen where there's hot meals and there's salads and the fruit and fruits and everything. Do they have like uh, desserts or what's your like cheat meal? You know, because yeah. obviously as a performer and you're getting paid to perform and you have to be like top physical shape yeah. and all that. Like I, I imagine the food there is pretty healthy, but like. Yeah. You, what's your yeah, you, are you like a pizza desserts, girl I know, but are you like course. a pizza girl like what's your like because uh, you got that Italian side of you right yeah. is yeah. that I don't well, know I pizza to is eat, really considered Italian. no I love pizza okay I try to eat healthy during the week but uh -huh. I always have my little bag of either with but, chocolate or something okay. there that you know yeah. you can just grab a bite I mean you're yeah. not gonna do it every single day right. at times yes at times no but it's everything is really a lot of moderation right and of All course about moderation and, huh yeah like everything you know you know when you're exceeding and you know yeah. when you need to okay i need to stop on maybe okay. the carbs and the sugars right. and i need to maybe work out a little bit more but you're you're allowed to sure to eat things and even at work there's a little we have a nutella jar yeah. and we have desserts right. and we have, have guys, oreos have you guys done like um like the street tacos you guys ever go like all you know a bunch of you guys get in a car but like dude let's go get some late night street tacos uh it kind of happens uh -huh. not like that but like every now and then it's like since sunday in monday's our day off in and out we tried that yesterday for example oh, I went it? With, it was a good yeah. you liked it yeah that's it yeah that doesn't sound like you like that's like in and out so good i've had better <laughs> i don't know it's yeah. it's definitely a really good burger for mm -hmm. a, a fast food burger i okay. really liked it i don't know i just like we try also umami burger like two oh, days yeah, before that because we had like our days off is when you're like treat yourself to right, those right. i don't have a burger during the week okay 
If I'm yeah. gonna have a burger, I might have it on a day That's off. On your day off. Okay. Um, if I'm gonna have pizza, it's gonna be on my day off. And when I have loads of ice cream, it's gonna be on the day off. Like day off, okay, treat it really mm-hmm. as a day off. During the week, you started like also because you need to know what you're gonna eat and, yeah. and have enough time to digest if you're gonna train or whatnot. So, right. and you also need to you learn to eat what your body needs to be able to perform right because sure. you need that fuel. Okay, so that's your uh, day off is Mondays, right? Yep. Is that is that date night as well? Uh, Sunday nights. Sunday is, is yeah. your free date night. Yeah, it's the day yeah. to go out. Any, the night to go out. Any, uh, you know, there's lots of guys and girls in LA, right? <laughs> Obviously, right? Are there you? Are you ever getting like approached at shows? Because you must have like fans no. and no, no well, guys are. We're like, not really in contact with the audience. Okay, but then through you know social media, social media, you must get a lot no. of DMs. No, not really. No, you don't get DMs? I haven't gotten DMs uh. lately. <laughs> no, but Sundays are night to go out. Uh-huh. At times also Monday nights, but okay. not really go out Monday nights because on Tuesday you have to be back on. Right. You have to be ready. To yeah. So what, do you, what kind of things uh, do you do for fun on your day off at night then? It like really Sunday depends. Um, at times we try to go go out dancing if we want to go out dancing or to yeah. a bar. Or at times we even stick around at the, uh, we call it the big top, the tent. Okay. Um, because might, we might just have a few drinks there, right. put some music on, just hang out, chill. Really depends. What um, kind of dancing places have you guys gone to? Like a club or well, what? Well, I haven't really gone out much in LA because I've just been really busy with work. There's yeah. been also some Mondays that I worked, so I didn't even get a Monday off. Okay. Um, but we always try to find places that people suggest or we find online and we try to visit different ones, get to know different places, not always the same You guys kind of hang one. out as like a family, as a crew kind of, right? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Is it hard to break into it? Like if I see you guys out there, all these performers, can I just like, you know what I mean, insert myself or they'll be like, who's this outsider? No, no, everyone's <laughs> super cool really? and it's like... You don't have to be It's actually super... No, it's actually the opposite. Okay. For us, it's like people from outside, yes, because yeah, yeah. we're like so in our bubble and we don't right. get the chance to have like a normal life or interact with people yeah. that when we get to meet people from outside, it's like right. people super must get, cool. People must, I, I think people when, they, when you guys are out and hanging out and let's say, and then uh, people come up to you guys start talking, I think they're going to fall into either of two categories, right? And tell me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. They're either going to be like super like intrigued and fans, right? Obviously. And then, but then there's also going to be like an intimidated side too, because you guys are all like world class performers. You know what yeah. I mean? It, it Performing at a high level. Yeah. No. Well, like if you see us hanging out, yeah. it's not like you're like, okay, that's a circuit performer. Right. You wouldn't figure it out that way either, because we're like. But as soon as it comes up in conversation, right? Because every one of them yeah, but everyone do some is also really cool about it. Like, mm. look, we have a cast that they're super chill about. Right. They're not like arrogant they're not or all, cocky. It's like, yeah, we're Cirque du Soleil. No. No. Everyone's okay. like, I'd be wearing my Cirque du Soleil jacket everywhere I went. You know what I mean? With the vest. We're like, we're not gonna wear it because we don't want people. We just want to be normal uh, for a little bit. You guys don't all wear like a Cirque du Soleil jacket with a patch yeah, on the side? We have it. We okay. all have our Cirque du Soleil jackets with a massive logo in the back. No? Yeah, we do. Have oh, a, you do? Okay. Yeah, we have it, but okay. it's like, I'm going to leave it at home because uh, I want to go out as a normal person. You want to relax, right? Yeah. yeah. But then when people ask, like, what are you doing? They're like, we're acrobats, performers. And then oh, yeah. So what do you say? Like when someone meets you and like, oh, hey, I'm, you know, like, what's how we meet, right? Hi, I'm up, nice, oh, to hey, meet nice to meet you. I'm, we're at a bar or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, I'm John. And I ask you, oh, so what do you do for a living kind of thing? What do you say? Well, it depends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you really want to be straightforward, you just say it. But, but um, I mean, like, you know, if it's just like a person that's like, you know, that like a stranger. Yeah. And you're just like, you know, vibing and just having a conversation. Yeah. Let's say well, like, maybe you know. Maybe I'll start off. It depends. 
friends. Like, I, I don't really like to just yeah, you don't show just, it well, off. I'm a, I'm a Cirque du yeah. Soleil performer. Yeah. Right, you don't, do, you don't, don't do that with the twirl? No, and <laughs> I personally don't like to show off also what I do. At times, okay. I don't even tell people what I do. I just come right. up with something. You uh, make it up. You make up a lie. What <laughs> it's is not your a default? lie. Okay, what is your default? I can say I'm in the entertainment world okay. or I'm, like, into sports. But that's never going to work because as soon as you say I'm in the entertainment world, don't they go, like, so what do you do? Are you yeah, an actress? Yeah, I've got, no, I've got the funniest things. I've got people always like, oh, so you're going to entertainment? I'm like, no. <laughs> um, it always ends up then to the right thing. Like if I'm sports world, like mm-hmm. I'm into freestyle, into soccer, mm-hmm. entertainment, like show business. Okay. Um, uh, like we, these days that we were around, we bumped into some people that saw that we were taking pictures and yep. stuff. It's like, oh, where are you guys from? What do you right. guys do? It's, oh, I'm an acrobat. We're mm-hmm. artists. And at times they ask like, oh, where, whatnot. Um, if they don't ask, they don't ask. But then right. you're like, yeah, it's like this lay. But really it chill. Like, it sounds like it, it's just like a super fun phase of your life right now. And, and it's, you know, I don't, I mean, obviously there's tons of preparation and work and all that yeah but it's just it seems to me like when you guys are all hanging out together as a family and all that you, it's like it must be super fun it's fun uh-huh. it is fun because you get to it's fun like you're touring you're getting to meet great places mm-hmm. and you're being taken care of and i mean it is tough work because like on those six days of the yeah. week you're it's training demanding. You're, it's right. super demanding mm-hmm. um but at the same time it's fun because you have those few little moments to actually do fun things to mm-hmm. also to explore a city or whatnot and right. Um. Yeah. Also, we all we're not always all together. Sure. Doing everything together because it arrives to a point where you're like, okay, I need yeah, me I need, time. I need my safe space, right? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. But it is fun. It's demanding. It's um. It's different. It's a different lifestyle mm-hmm. from in like any other freestyle might be right. having. Freestyler might be having. That's completely different from a normal freestyler lifestyle. Super different. Super, do you, super what do you different. consider yourself now? Like, you know, are you view yourself as a, an athlete, as a performer, you know, all of the above? Like, you know what I mean? What do you, how do you think of yourself as? Well, <laughs> for sure, just a freestyler. I'm just You're a still si- a freestyler at heart. Um, That's I how mean, you view I'm yourself. I'm just still the same person I've always mm-hmm. been, just that I get to do the super cool job mm-hmm. in a great platform and I've got to do great gigs and showcase this sport but um i would like to fall more into like i to consider it's okay i'm an athlete because um i'm dedicating to a sport and i'm dedicating and committed to be to being an athlete in my sport mm-hmm. at the same time right before because you're doing shows right. but at the end of the day i just consider myself a freestyler because that's okay. that's how like i feel my soul to be right and how how the community and how how every freestyler is that's how i feel right it's a lifestyle yeah do you do you kind of uh miss uh the competing side because obviously you can't compete now right do you miss the competition and competing i miss this i miss the community so much you do so so much it's like i'm hoping that um like super bowl this year falls into a week off that i have Mm -hmm. i'm hoping that i can attend red bull like i'm Mm -hmm. hoping to and when i go to cities i want to try i try to meet with freestyler it's hard because of the schedules but i i try and i look for it because i miss it it's it's my real family Mm -hmm. is the freestyle freestyle community community. okay but you don't you can't compete anymore though right i could if i I mean like okay yeah okay but it's just would you like you know what i I want to if i had a chance i probably will for example you had like a two weeks off right Mm -hmm. and then like Super Bowl f- happened to fall yeah. in or Red Bull, right? Would you go and compete? Yeah. You would. I don't know how I'm going right. to do because it's hard to train. Like, you yeah. don't have the four or five hours a, a day right. that you would have normally to train. Mm-hmm. But you would still go. But I would still go. You wouldn't have, like, because you're dedicated to, you know, performing right now, right? And that's where you're spending mm-hmm. all your time and effort. 
obviously if you were uh, preparing for a competition it's totally different right yeah. you wouldn't go because you know you you know what level you're at yeah. right but then you're not able to compete because you're not training yeah. you wouldn't feel like for me if i'm like a world-class ping pong player but I've been doing something else kind of, not, you know, related to ping pong, but not mm-hmm. able to. I wouldn't want to compete because I'm like, I would normally win or place really high. Yeah. But now I feel like you don't feel that way. No, because I feel that if I don't attend and I have the possibility to attend, mm-hmm. it's like I'm kind of turning my back on female freestyle. I see. Because the fact that if I can go there mm-hmm. and I can still be there mm-hmm. 10 years after the f- first time we did a, a competition or not or nine years eight nine years after mm-hmm. i can still somehow um even if it's just with the presence i just All i right. think i can i hope that i can still send out that message of like trying to help female I freestyle see. you know what i mean i yeah. don't want to abandon the freestyle world i don't want to abandon female right. freestyle well let, well let me ask you this <clears throat> excuse me so like you know how the freestyle community is um really tight-knit but then there's also disparate parts to it where some people are like all about the lifestyle and not so much about the competition and and uh is there like any backlash in the sense of like you're not uh because you're performing and you're getting paid and it's not necessarily like freestyle Mm -hmm. you know may some hardcore freestylers may not consider it like freestyle what you're doing is there any like kind of like you know backlash or like you know separation from the freestyle community because of that well to be honest that's something i've learned even more here working at cirque du soleil Mm -hmm. and this is something that i think every freestyler if they could i think this if a freestyler would live this experience they would Mm -hmm. probably finally understand that especially the hardcore guys because i understand like yeah if you're not hardcore if you don't know how to do this (laughs) trick, you're not considered freestyle why not but there's diff there's two aspects here okay the arts and the sports okay the show part and the sports part Mm. and when you're doing it as a show you're not doing it for yourself you're doing it to for someone else the audience you're doing it to um share with them a feeling Mm -hmm. either this is your passion or to make them feel passionate about the sport or to remember a moment in their lives you're doing the show to give something to others Mm -hmm. so if a hardcore guy would come to me nowadays and be like no you can't be considered freestyler yeah. or not because you're doing that and you mm-hmm. don't you just do around the world on your show it's mm-hmm. like i am doing what i'm meant to be doing as a performer and mm-hmm. that is sharing something with the audience okay and that's something i feel freestylers should understand okay. a show it's not about a platform to showcase that you can do the hardest most technical things mm-hmm. whoever's watching you is not understanding what you're doing mm-hmm. you're just still moving your legs around the world even if it's a one revolution two revolution or three mm-hmm. revolution a combo or not okay. they don't care they don't understand that right they they're just amazed about your ability on how you can control a ball mm-hmm. so a show is about giving to others i see competition that's mm-hmm. where you can really focus on that technical right. level on that, that technical hook. ability right exactly that's, that's so it sounds like you've had some conversations then with freestylers maybe but on I've this, ha- huh? i was in that in mm-hmm. that i pat i was also in that uh, mentality at one point and you're I was saying like, before right uh-huh. yeah i was like okay oh, you're not a freestyle like you know no, not things? really it's like okay like there's guys doing shows that they just do maybe one around the world i mean there's still people that it's, it's, it's exaggerated okay but I was also at one point and I was like, yeah, if you don't know how to do some horker uh-huh. stuff, you can't really, like, you're not, you're not deserved or you're not, or you're doing not worthy of, of doing that. Of doing doing? Okay. And it's like, now I understand it's actually, oh, I, see. I mean, don't take it to the extreme when there's people like maybe just doing one around the world and maybe uh-huh. because they take their shirt off. Oh, my God. Wow. Uh-huh. Like, there's there's always still like <laughs> within that. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't want to be I don't want to be like rude or anything to anybody. Like, yeah. I respect all sure. the uh, all the styles are freestyle, but like even 
when I'm performing and mm-hmm. I know that I might not be doing the hardest tricks, like okay. you are committed to doing good. It's not like you can just right. do the basic, thi- like a super basic thing and that's right. it. Like it's not, I don't want to take it to that extreme. Like if it's not important, the level, it is important. I mean, even to do a show, you need to stay like in shape to be able to do the tricks that you're doing. Mm-hmm. But it's like there's a big difference and you learn to appreciate what mm-hmm. both things are about. And if you, when you understand that it's not about yourself, mm-hmm. that's when you really understand and can appreciate the fact that you can train and be the most technical and best person out in the world. Mm-hmm. But when you're doing a show, you're thinking about someone else. Yeah, think about the audience, right? When you're and competing, you're thinking about yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a very important difference freestylers should understand to right. learn to respect and appreciate that maybe the most technical guy out there will do a show with the simplest tricks mm-hmm. because maybe the simple trick is what people get amazed by. Got it. And that doesn't mean that you're not going to be showcasing what freestyle really is. Freestyle, sooner or later, people will really know what freestyle is and they'll mm-hmm. get, to, get to know more about like the harder tricks and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But... It's two different elements. Got it. It's really two different things. And, and with time, mm-hmm. the level of shows is even higher. There's people doing like higher right. tricks in a performance. Right. But you learn to structure a performer, a performance based on some like an image that you want to mm-hmm. play through your okay. performance. You know what I mean? Okay. So what do you think about the F2 freestylers? <laughs> Take a I respect everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody's free to do whatever they want in life. Okay. And that's um that's my philosophy in life. Okay. I like people to be free to do what they feel like doing. Mm-hmm. But it has to come from within, it has to be real. Okay. I don't like when sometimes and this is I feel like a subject about society as well. It's okay. like when we forget who we are, what we come from, and what makes us happy, and we start doing what society wants us to do, mm-hmm. because that's how they want to pr- society wants to portray that that's the cool life, or okay. that's what sells easily. Okay. That's when I don't agree. Okay. Whether they're called F two or mm-hmm. they're called whoever it's called, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. It's not the person; it's the values. Okay. So if you're true to yourself and you're true to the passion, if you're true to freestyle because you love freestyle. Mm-hmm. You're not going to give in in the maybe the things that are just you're just going to do because you want to become famous because you want to get known and then you want to become millions of followers and then you want to just showcase this super amazing life that is not real. Mm-hmm. It's just what society wants you to portray. I see. So they're of course doing people that are doing something that works because mm-hmm. it sells. Okay. And I'm not the one to judge. It's just mm-hmm. like if they're being true to themselves and that's mm-hmm. what they like, go for it. Okay. If someone in the freestyle world, that's not what they like, mm-hmm. that's your decision. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to do what maybe some freestylers and people do to become super famous and rich doing the most silliest gigs ever, mm-hmm. that's your decision. And as they respect your decision to be a hardcore competitive guy, you have to respect the decision of other people's deciding what to do. Of course, there's things I don't agree. Like, mm-hmm. for example, I hate and I don't agree that okay. girls, we need to put heels on to just get more views. Uh, okay. It's like... <clears throat> Everyone's free to do whatever they want. If you want to yeah. sell your body, go for it. But remember that you're using then at one, like when it becomes like that. Okay, I'm gonna use mm-hmm. freestyle because it's something new okay. to kind of push myself to become famous and just mm-hmm. and but use it like in the girls' part to be like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna do it maybe with a sexy dress or heels mm-hmm. because it's sexy and sex sells. Mm-hmm. That's where I don't agree because like if it's for you, if it's a because you want to be a famous model, mm-hmm. go for it. But if it's if you're sending out a message about what freestyle is mm-hmm. that is not real, mm-hmm. that's when it hurts. 
it hurts for me because and I, I don't want to consider much the guys because the guys platform is so big I've my focus always is in female for me it hurts because like for example one time as I was in a TV program they, they invited me to go oh, because of what I've done mm-hmm. and in the back in the changing rooms there were some other guests of the show and they're like oh are you that girl with the that does the videos and the heels and they're all like Ugh. I was like that's so sad it hurts because I'm here whether my name is Laura whether my name is Liv whether my name is Caitlin whether my name is Kitty or Melody whatever my name is it doesn't matter but I'm here to showcase the ability of what we can do with a soccer ball like I'm showcasing a talent I'm showcasing that women can do the same talent as a men when that becomes less important Mm -hmm. to appearance because society wants appearance that's when it hurts got it so that's something also I've learned with time Mm -hmm. it's like and it kind of relates to if you're going to do a show and do the biggest combo in the world or not. For me, it's just stay true to yourself, stay true to your values. But if you're going to do something because this is your passion, mm-hmm. like freestyle is your passion, is your sport, mm-hmm. don't give in to the easy way that's they give you because it's right. that thing to make you famous. And that starts like nowadays, if you want a sponsorship, you have to have millions of views. Right. And there's <clears throat> maybe even guys with... I don't know how many world championships to their name or national championships to their name yeah. that are not known. Yeah, pretty well. To be so unknown, what huh? happened to yeah. appreciating that talent, the that talent. human talent? Right. Because we live in, a, in an era where it's all about social media and about likes. Yeah. And to get a like, we're, we're putting ourselves up to do whatever, mm-hmm. even if it's a ridiculous thing or mm-hmm. we lose our dignity just to get a like. Right. So that's what I think. It's Got like... It call them whatever you want to call them mm-hmm. maybe they're not hardcore freestylers as long as you don't lose your dignity I think it's everything is okay we're all allowed to do because it, it's our personal decision right. and if there's a hardcore guy that is tripping because the F2 freestylers are getting millions of views or are doing more other things then if you're tripping then do the same thing if you want the millions of views right. if you don't care about the millions of views stay true to your, right. your sport and don't trip <laughs> exactly that's what I mean it's hard right. it's, a, it's a hard balance right Hey, you've come uh, pretty far from deciding to stick with the sport and being able to survive uh, and pay for a room and food. You've come a long ways from there, right? Yeah. So is this the foreseeable future? What do you have in the next, you know what I mean? What do you see as your future for the next five years or so? For me, my future is help female freestyle. Okay. How I'm going to make a living out of that, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Eventually, it will fall into place and there will, there's going to be a way that I can pay my bills. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't care about being famous or super rich, but what I want to do is use my career, use my voice, use my image, use my name, whatever I have that I can use to help female freestyle grow. That's what I want. That's what I see myself going, and I think that's where it's going to be my future is not only female freestyle, the sport in general. Okay. But I want to mainly focus on female because there's nobody out there taking care of the girls. I see. I can see you being like an ambassador of sorts for different things then, huh? It sounds like that's your kind of your heart is there. Yeah, I think so. I just want the girl. I don't want to see another girl suffer like maybe I did because I couldn't go to a competition. Right. Or I was told, no, you can't have a competition because you're a girl and you don't have enough tricks to have a battle. Sure. I don't want girls to feel it because when you get told that, mm-hmm. it hurts. It's frustrating, but it mainly hurts because you're not... It's like, why... 
Do I have to feel guilty that I was born a girl and I can't do things because I'm a girl? Right. Well, first of all, you're better than 99% of the guys at what you do anyway. So, yeah. so I don't think that's yeah. a, yeah, no, but not like, a concern I just, anymore. Right? I just don't want a girl to yeah, feel that way. Yeah, you want that platform so that they don't feel that way, right? Exactly. Yeah. No, I got you. Well, thank you so much. Uh, any last words or shout outs to your supporters out there? You know, any news that you want to share or, you know, or, you know, well, I'm still going to be around. Okay. Miss everybody. Yeah. I do miss this, the, the community. And mm-hmm. the only thing I can say is that just if someone loves freestyle, just mm-hmm. stay, stay involved, stay in touch. Don't give up. Never give up. It's hard. It's never going to be easy. And if you're just consistent and you persist and you just follow your dreams, you're going to make your dreams come true. How? At times it's impossible to know how you're going to make things happen. But things fall in place if you keep working for it. So I think that's the best thing for people to think about. Just awesome. keep going. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for having wish me. Wish you the best of luck. Thank you. Yeah, sounds like you're already doing super well. But, you know, we wish Thank you the you. best of luck in your endeavors. Thank uh, you. I hope to see you soon at a show, too. We're playing definitely. on so. Yeah, for sure. You have to come. Okay, definitely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.